Hello and welcome to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. Christmas is now only a few days away and this weekend will mark the halfway point of Congleton's league season. They host our Port Swifts on Saturday in a game sponsored by Chalford Farm Supplies and we'll hear from them later in the podcast. The Bears are top of the Midland Football League Premier Division and player manager Richard Duffy is here to reflect on the season so far. Welcome back to the Congleton Town Football Club podcast. Can you believe that this weekend will mark the midway point of the league season? Yeah, it's been a long time coming really. I mean, we've been on 16 league games for quite a while now, which the Vars seem to take forever to play. And then no game last week because typically we're still in the Vars, meaning no games. It's been a long time without a league game, but looking forward to getting back to it now. How eager are you to get back to playing league games? Because I think it's five weeks since your last league fixture this weekend. And I guess, obviously, it's the old cliche, but the, the league for you and everybody is the bread and butter. Yeah, every team will say the same. It's the bread and butter. You know, cups are a bonus. And however disappointed we were uh, of going out in the Vars, which we, we wanted to do well in again. As you say, the, the main thing is the league. And yeah, we're looking forward to getting back to it now. I'm itching for sure. And I know the lads are itching in training to, to get back to match day. So how do you reflect on the season so far? It's got to be positive, you know. If if you told me I was going to be top of the league after 16 games, uh, with a good run of home games to come, winning all your home games so far, you know, I had to snap your hand off. I had the chat with Griff beginning of the season we, and we wanted to be in and around the top three or four come Christmas time. Um, and then if we needed to add to the squad and, and have a good go in the second half of the season, I, I believe, you know, that that's how we would have gone. And, and to be top of the league is probably ahead of where would have been acceptable, really, for for us. I think we, we do well in two seasons. I've been in charge previously. We've, we've had really good runs in the second half of the season, whether that's because we've played against people and we know what we're up against. You know, I, I believe that would have been the case this season, unless hope it is. We spoke about it before, but it wasn't perhaps the the start you were perhaps hoping for with the first two away league games ending in defeats. Um, looking back now and the run of results you've been on since, what do you think it was that kind of led to, to that tricky start? Just the whole squad in general, really. We you know that rec- we found recruitment really tough to start with, and we we had players away on holiday, one or two injured, I think maybe. So so we we were really low on numbers, but low on numbers in in really critical areas of the pitch. So I knew it was going to be a, a real difficult task to start with. And to take four points from the first four games probably doesn't look great. But with what we had available, it, it wasn't the end of the world. So, you know, it, it is what it is. A lot of teams will be the same beginning of the season. We've got a few teachers in our squad where the only time they get to go away is is the school holidays. And, and unfortunately, that falls into into the start of the season as well. And it was a 2-2 draw at Darleston. And I've got to mention your 100th minute equaliser as well, earning a point for the Bears. That moment was the start of a 13-game unbeaten run for the Bears in all competitions, which included 11 wins in 12 games. Was it getting back to that settled side that was kind of the catalyst for that? What would you put that kind of upturn in form down to? Because it was in a very kind of impressive run. Yeah, I believe it's down to getting players back in into the team that, that that weren't available in the first three or four games. And we and we didn't we didn't lose sight of where we were or, or how we wanted to play. We didn't change a lot. It was easy to to go back to, you know, the way the, the way we played last year. But sometimes it's it's about keeping your nerve and repeating the same things and going over the same things and 
not being under pressure to go away from them because because results haven't gone your way. So I believe we, we, we kept them nerve as a club and as a team and as a management to keep playing the way we wanted to. It come to fruition with, with a really good run. And does that come down to you trusting the way that you want the team to play, the team trusting you that it kind of is the correct way and you having that trust in the team that they will eventually find a way to win? So ultimately, does it just come down to that trust and that faith that you've all collectively got and have shown over the last couple of seasons that that you are a team that can be very successful? Yeah, I think we got a, a bunch that trust myself and, you know, I, I trust them with, with everything i got because, you know, it, it's, it's easy for... But normally, you know, I was speaking to another manager not so long ago about the recruitment within non-league and, you know, the, the merry-go-round and how many players get turned over every year. And that just wasn't for me when I came in. It was, you know, I want to find a, a team and try and build it, whether some of them are not good enough to start with, then, then so be it. But we'll we'll keep going what we got because if you keep turning players over and over, the, the message just gets lost in and how you want to play. And if you look from last season, the first game of the season to the last cup final of the season, I bet my life in it, we've got eight or nine starters from the first game of the season to the last. So yeah, it just goes to show that if you put trust in players and, and they have the courage to play football, then, then you know, it, it can be done. I actually went back to your very first competitive game as Conwanton manager. This was in 2021. Just, I think it was six of the players who were part of that squad on that first game that you had as manager of Congleton Town were part of the most recent squad. And actually, if you include yourself and Griff, that goes up to eight. Is that kind of important to you, to have that consistency? I believe so, yeah. I mean, other people might think different and go about it a different way and just get rid of players if they're not doing well and if things are not going their way and get new players in. But it just it just doesn't make sense to me when football league clubs do it, the, the big turnaround in, in lower down League One, League Twos. The turnover of players is is gigantic. I think when when it doesn't need to be, you've got players. You pick players to start with because you think they're good enough. So it's your job then to to make them to make them good enough to make them to believe. I think that that's the key thing to make them believe in in what you want and and hopefully give them the courage and the belief to to go and play with without any any worry about things that if they don't go their way that. You know, they're going to be out of the team or they're going to be out of the squad and, and left to rot. So people make mistakes week in, week out. I get that. And it's about how we react to them. And, and you know, we got 11 players on the pitch who help the other one out when things don't go right. And and that's a good thing about us. They're not only doing their own job, they're, they're helping their mates out as well. And that's a massive help. And the belief that you you mentioned there, we've seen that in the games and the performances as well, uh, because... We've seen that this season so far that you've had to adapt and find a way to win. How hard is it that to kind of do as a manager to find different ways to win, but also as as for, for players as well, having to kind of adapt as well? Yeah, I think we got we got a really adaptable squad for starters. I think we we can play in a, a number of different ways. I don't want to go away from what, what we try and do. We play to win. Uh, whichever way that may be on the day, then we hopefully as as a team on the pitch, they can realise that as well. You can't just come from the side all the time. You know, we've got players, experienced players that can change things and just little tweaks on the pitch. And then you've got the, the youngsters who've got no fear, no baggage. And it's a, it's a kick around on the park. So we've got both sides of the, the game out on the pitch. And, and it seems to be a nice blend at the minute. If you speak to fans, they describe this new way of playing this season as duff ball. And I know you've mentioned previously on the podcast that it's ultimately about playing to, to the strengths of the players available. I'd imagine that didn't kind of come overnight. So, ahead of the season starting, just how much thought did you 
put into kind of what would, would work best for the team? Or was it literally when you're going to sleep one night, something clicked and thought, this is the way I want to play and I think we're best suited going forward? I'm pretty open and, you know, I, I, I do wake up with these mad things sometimes. I think this is how we're going to go today. And it's what you've got available. I, I, like you just said, like we have talked about, it's what players you've got available on a certain day um, against a certain team. Yes, we like to go about it a certain way, but sometimes it's 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 not to be, you know. The pitchers are going to start getting a little bit naughty now, shall I say. You know, they'll lose the grass, a lot of mud, and we'll have to find possibly different ways of playing, but we have a way of playing at home. We need to nail down a way of definitely playing away from home because I still think we're, we're in and out away from home. Um, and I think if, if we really want to challenge towards the end of the season, that's, that's something we need to... We need to tighten up on is is our away performances and and we'll be looking away to do that. Are we seeing a style of play now that is more like your philosophy kind of as a manager? Philosophy is a good word because my philosophy is to win football. That's the be all and end all because you can have a certain way of playing and not have the players and two months down the line you'll be sacked. That's the reality of football. If you want to play a certain way, you need to have you need to have certain players. Now at, at the level we're at, there's only a certain amount of players you can pick from. The areas that you're in, there's lots of teams around non-league, around our sort of place. And we're trying to make players better. And if players get better, eventually they'll move on to better better things. And I haven't got a problem with that. In terms of the homegrown talent that we've seen already, we've seen new, new players coming in as well from the Congleton area. As a manager, how pleasing is that? Because it seems to me that You've made this kind of your kind of ethos that encouraged homegrown talent to come through and nurture them and, and kind of grow and play and represent their hometown club. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it, it was something we looked at. Could, could we get more Congleton lads in, shall I say, or really local lads? It's not an easy thing to do because, as I say, there's, there's only a certain amount of players out there. And if we could do that, we, we would go with it for sure. But number one, they have to be good enough. And if they're good enough, then... For me, they, they'll they'll play or they get the chance to to perform. You know, we we made a not a conscious effort, but we we did look to bring in more local lads, and I think that's showed with the fans as well. It's it's a real connection between players and fans at the minute, which is great. And, and let's hope there's there's more to come. You mentioned there the fans, and again this season we've seen huge attendances. The game against Studley, that top of the table Tibber clash, over six hundred. How impressed and thankful have you been with the support? this season? Yeah, it's been great. I mean, it's it really started, I think, from, from probably this time last year where we started to get deep into cup competitions and that sort of brought a little bit of interest uh, to the club from outside of the local team doing well in cup competitions and we started to get some decent crowds and then Obviously, the further we got in competitions, we were we were sort of selling our place out, which was which was amazing and then it sort of kicked on for me and into another level this year where you know, we're getting three, four hundred on a Tuesday night in cup games and um, five, six hundreds in the league at, at home on the Saturday. So it's been amazing. We, we, we're getting fans, young fans in. And our job now is, is to keep them there by by performing well, making the master experience good for them. And hopefully we can keep them about. I've noticed in a few of the home games or quite a few of the home games as well, that when the players and yourself come off at the end of the game, the tunnel area is quite often lined with young fans and you're all high-fiving them. How does moments like that make you feel? Because to me, this is what non-league football is all about and it's exactly what Congleton Town are, are trying to do. Yeah, I think it's very important to give them that experience. The fact that the young lads and girls on the side of, we don't just walk off and ignore people, win, lose or draw. Luckily enough, we've, we've managed to have a, 
a really good home record this year. So we've come off with smiles on our faces, which which always helps, of course. But I've always said, and you know, I haven't said it much, but I have said it before that you know, never turn your nose up with someone at football. Um, you know, they they're part of the club, whether they're behind the scenes, they're a volunteer. Because without them, them people, then you know, the club doesn't exist. So um, it's always important to to greet people, say hello to people. Have a smile on your face, and and as you say, when when the kids are you know calling your name and and wanting a high five when you walk off the pitch, that that we do that as well. And that Studley game that I mentioned, that was the the game that that was first against second, and it saw Congleton go top after the Darren Chadwick very late penalty. When you see a team at the top or or towards the top, and you, and you you are the team at the top, set the pace. Does it make a difference when you play? Does it give you that? kind of extra confidence or in a way does it make you think well we're, we're the team now to be shot at yeah you're the team when, you, when you're at the top of the league you're the team to be shot at for sure I've said before to the lads you, it's like you're climbing a ladder and you're getting pulled from behind to, to pull you down you know so there's always that but listen you, you want to be at the top that's your whole point of playing football you want, you want to be at the top of the league you want to have that pressure on you to go and perform and I think that can only be a positive and I think then the arrogance the, the good arrogance can come from it as in we're top of the league and you've got to come and beat us. And, you know, a lot, a lot of teams can fold under that, you know. It's, it's not an easy thing to do, but, you know, especially at home when, when teams come and, and think, right, we're playing Congleton, they're home, they've won X amount of games. You can win games sometimes before you start them. So it's a really important thing. And when I'm speaking about a good arrogance, it's the lads will know what I mean by when I say it of, you know, when you're out on that pitch, you're going to get the, the better of your opponent, whatever happens. And it's, it's a good feeling to have. And, and that's one we got to keep. Obviously, we know Congleton last season and again this season have performed in the big games against teams that are higher in the non-league pyramid, actually in the football league pyramid as well. Do you have to have a different mindset, though? When you Obviously, the cup games, the big cup games requires a different men- mentality. But when you're having to go over a long season, do you have to have a different sort of mentality and approach if you, if you want a team that wants to try and get up to the next level? Yeah, it's maintaining that ability to believe in in what you can do. As you say in there, the cup games, it's a one-off where you can put everything into it and then you sort of relax and and get back to to league form. And maybe that's where we we sort of suffered a little bit last year where we we couldn't quite maintain them levels where we've hit the peak because we've beat a team at a league or two leagues above and then we come back down to a team at our level and we, and we, we didn't quite keep the standards or whatever we needed to win that game. And and that can happen, but it's it's about, you know, we have maintained that level this year so far. As you say, we're, we're nearly halfway through a season and I've done some stats before the season and where we are now is bang on where we need to be. You know, it's it's not where I expect us to be. But as I said, I wanted to be top three, top four coming into Christmas time. But points-wise, average points-wise, which, whichever way you want to look at it, we're, we're bang on where we need to be to, to be right in amongst it come, come the end of the season. And so far this season, you've played 23 games in all competitions, 16 in the league. This time last year, you'd played 35 games in all competitions, 22 in the league. So that's 12 uh, less games than last season in total. What challenge does that bring you as a management team? And have you had to change your your approach to, to the way you manage the team because of that change in schedule? Yeah, yeah, we have. That, that's that's a little bit crazy, that. So and did you say another... 12 games. Yeah, no, no, you played you played another 12 games last season at yeah. this point last season. Yeah, which sounds about right. I think we up until now last season I think we might have had one spare Tuesday where we didn't have a game so 
and you look at it now, we're very rarely playing. So it's that's the frustration part of, of the league at the minute so far. I and mean, obviously, we, we did have a lot of cup games with a lot of um, replays last year in the FA Cup. But yeah, we, we've had to change. We've, you know, there's been a lot more. I wouldn't say days off, but days where we just we just leave the lads do do what they want, sort of thing, and then get them back. Like we haven't got had a game Saturday, so you know, I didn't want to train Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday without you know without a game in between. So they had a couple of nights or a couple of days off, and we we've, we've been back at it this week. So, but yeah, we've we've had to to change which way we do things because of of the lack of games compared to last year. What's been the most pleasing aspect of the season so far? Just the way I think we the boys take things on board. Um, you know, we got some really young lads in in the team as well, which have been absolutely fantastic. Young Marco turned eighteen today. Tom Allen only seventeen. George, I think people forget George is only eighteen because you know we played fifty odd appearances last year. So you know, three young lads there and and, and a lot of sort of mid-twenties um, and a couple of experienced lads. So just the way everyone's taken on board, the way, you know, we listen, it's not a massive change, but a slight change in the way we want to play. And just to, to keep going with that, even if things are not going right, just to keep going and going and just try and do the right things that we want to do because the more times you, you can put the performance in to, to get a result, then the more chances you're going to win games. So it's really important to, to keep our standards with, with good performances and the more good performances, as I say, the, the more wins we'll hopefully we'll get on the board. And you said when the club were transferred across into the Midland Football League, you were honest and you said you didn't really know much about the league. I know you've done an awful amount of research away from the pitch, tried to get to as many, as many games as you can. Do you feel like now, we're nearly halfway through the season, that you've got a greater sense of the league and, and the different teams now? Do you think that will put you in good stead now for the second half of the season? Yeah, we definitely know more. I think there's only one, two. Uh, I know we play Northwich in the Cup, so we've, we haven't played them in the league, but... I think it's only Tividale we we haven't come across yet. Luckily enough, I, I, I have been to watch them. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen everyone. We've played against everyone. So that does give you, a, obviously, a, a level of understanding of, of what everyone's about. And, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not compared to what we knew about the Northwest Counties. Obviously, that that was two years in the count and, and counting. So we're, we're six months or halfway through a season in the Midlands League. And, yeah, we know a lot more now than we did before. So um, and hopefully that, that will... That was hold us in good stead, you know, coming into the second half of the season after Christmas. You've got three home league games in a week. And in fact, the next five uh, league games are all at the Cleric Stadium. How important do you think this period is going to be for the Bears? Every game's important, but, you know, three in a week at, at home, it can become a big week, you know. With with three wins, it become massive. But if you if you don't get them wins on the board, then obviously you, you'll be looking up and... and and chasing someone else, so it's it's important to take game by game. We'd rather five five at home than five away, especially over the Christmas period. So uh, we'll be looking forward to it. The boys, as I say, the boys are are jumping to get back into action, and um, hopefully we can have a good crowd to to cheer us on. Obviously, this Saturday you faced Stourport Swifts. Um, you lost four two. I think it was the third game of the season. From memory, I think you might have conceded three penalties. Is this a chance now you want to try and make amends for that and put on a good performance and hopefully a good result heading into Christmas at the Cleric Stadium in front of your home fans? Yeah, I don't think it's it's make amends. I mean, every every game is different and, and we succumb to, to a really flaky performance, should I say, and some really bad decisions on the day. And, and that's football sometimes. That, that, that can happen and we've just got to take that on the chin. I didn't think we played badly on the day, if I'm totally honest. We... 
We created some good chances, just decision-making in, in our defensive final third. Really let us down on the day, so hopefully we can we can be better than that, and, and, and we have been, and hopefully put in, a, in a good, another good home performance. And as I say, you can never guarantee a result, uh, however you play. You know, it's about being ruthless in both boxes, and we have been at home. And if we can perform to the levels we know we can, then that will that will give us a good chance to win. Obviously, you played Boxing Day as well against Northwich Victoria. Do you set any instructions for, for the players around Christmas with a game on Boxing Day? No, listen, we've got some sensible lads and some not so sensible, shall I say. But Christmas, is it is what it is for every team, whether you're league team, non-league team. There's plenty of turkey on the table, plenty of Christmas pudding. So we, we just hope that that we can turn up and like we did last Boxing Day, I thought we put in a really good performance last Boxing Day. It is a worry as a, as a manager was a staff that uh, what you're going to get it's like a first game of the season really where you don't know what what you're going to get so I'm hoping we get we get a really good performance really that the boys have looked after themselves and and ready to uh ready to perform when you were playing in the football league what was Christmas like for you do you have to train on Christmas day and then get ready for kind of a game on boxing day what was Christmas like for you when you were playing as a professional yeah if it's a manager was different some train on Christmas day early in the morning some we trained late at night and then travel. I mean, you know, I've stayed in hotel on Christmas Day, ready for Boxing Day. So it 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 varies from from club to club and where your game is. I suppose you know we I was at Notts County and I think we played Morecambe away. So we we travel up on the Christmas night, stay in hotel for Boxing Day. So it it can vary, but you know that's when you sign up for that sort of job, then that comes with the territory. Will you be able to switch off? from football on Christmas Day or will you have some thought about Boxing Day and the game against Norwich Victoria? No, I'll definitely have some thought of it, yeah. I'll tell the kids to leave me alone. I've, I've got, to, got to do some football stuff so uh, I can't play with something. Uh, but no, listen, we, we'll have some fun. That's what it's about Christmas with the kids and, and whatever else. But yeah, you know, in the back of your mind, you'll you'll be thinking, you know, are we going to set up you know, injury, have we got any injuries? You know, what's the so-and-so doing now? What's he drinking? What's he doing? So, um, yeah, I'll have some thoughts. And I'll, I'll have a few messages going out, but all in good jest, I'm sure. And last year's Boxing Day game, as you mentioned, against Northwich Victoria, it was eventful. I think you were sent off from the dugout in the second half and then Ryan Reid scored a dramatic late winner as well. I guess you're hoping it's a little bit less eventful, but the same outcome on Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we were really bang average first half away away up in Northwich. But second half, it was probably the best we had played all season right up until that point. I thought we were absolutely terrific second half there. Had a blatant penalty that, that wasn't given and that's where I saw my marching orders for my complaint, which, which was obviously poor on my part. But yeah, re- a real deserved win, even though it was sort of 93rd minute, whatever it was. But if we can get another performance like that out of us on, on Boxing Day, then um, I'll snap your hand off for sure. And as we've alluded to, there's quite a few teachers within the squad. So if you had to grade Congleton's season so far, how would you grade it? And we'll use the alphabet grades of A star A, B, because the newer version, I'm not too sure about. So if you had to grade Congleton's season so far, how would you grade it? Oh, dear. Um, I didn't get many A's and B's, so I, I don't know how they work. But that's probably a difficult question for myself, really. I, I mean... You know, we're top of the league where we deserve to be because we played 16 games, we've won whatever, what, and we're top of the league. No, no one's managed to get above us. So I, I wouldn't say it's a bad season. It's it's a season where we're in a good position to to move forward going into the new year. So yeah, it's 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 been a good a good first half of the season, should we say? 
obviously we're coming up to the end of 2023 and I know football works in seasons, but how do you reflect on a year altogether? Because the feel-good fact of last season, the cup wins, seems to have carried on now throughout this season as well. So when you look back on 2023, how will you reflect on it? A crazy year, really, because obviously the disappointment of the league where we, we probably give up the ghost in the end of, you know, we, we couldn't get where, where we needed to be because we had so many cup games and some big games where we had to go with one or the other because we had, we had so many games going. So it, obviously the disappointment of the league where, where we wanted to do really well, but then the, the euphoria of, of the two cup wins, which is something I'll, I'll never forget for sure. And obviously the, the disappointment of, of losing in the semi-final of, of the FA Vars, which was obviously a, a real blow for us. I believe we, we deserve to win the game on the day, but it wasn't to be. You know, the Bury quarter-final was a magical day, winning on penalties. So, so many crazy moments in a year for us. I said to the lads and, and the experienced lads, you know, said as well to the young lads, it's, it's not usually like this, you know, so... Uh, make the most of it. So, you know, hopefully can we make it two years in a row where, where we have silverware and that would be amazing. But uh, as you say, the last 12 months have been have been remarkable, not just for the players. I mean, for the whole club, the, the people behind the scenes who have been around for being at the club for years and years and, and not have, you know, anything to, to celebrate or shout about. And, and that's for them, really, all the hard work behind the scenes. You know, Chris, Adam, Chaz, you know, Ken, who's been there for donkey's years should we say you won't mind me saying that just to give them a, a little bit of something back was you know that's that's sort of magical for me and finally what's your message as we end the year what message have you got for all, all the fans for all their support in 2023 a big massive thank you i mean you know it's, it's become a, a snowball effect really with with the fans it's it's got around the town that we've got a team to be proud of should i say one that works really hard you know, hopefully play some decent football and, you know, the fans can come down and enjoy the experience of, of the match day down the stadium. And hopefully we can we can recapture that in, in 2024 when, when the season comes to a close. Thanks again for your time, Richard, and I hope you have a great Christmas and we'll see you on Saturday and then Boxing Day. Thank you, Adam. As you heard there, Congleton Town plays Stourport Swifts on Saturday. The Matchball sponsor is Chalford Farm Supplies, who have been trading as a family business for nearly 50 years. We'll hear from Abby Unwin on the equestrian side of the business, but first Congleton Town supporter Stuart Goff, who works for Chalford Farm Supplies, and he starts by sharing his love for the Bears. We started watching Congleton sort of on a regular basis, the beginning of 22-23 season. Neighbour, couple of mates, you know, we thought if uh, Tom Pope's there, it's got to be a, you know, a half-decent standard, so we better go down and see what it was all about. So, yeah, we went down on a Saturday afternoon and uh, and we've we've been up since. You know, it's great to see a lot of local people down there. We see, this, you know, the same sort of guys week in, week out. And it's, you know, it's good for the community. It's serving its purpose and, you know, people are talking about the club. Well, what a season to start with is as well. It was a pretty special season as well. How how do you reflect on last season? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's to to match that would be, you know, a, a great achievement. I mean, last season was was incredible. Um, you'd obviously got the the Vars run, so so unlucky to go out in the semi final on the penalties, but you know that's what that's what unfortunately penalties are for. You got the you know making television, the filed game. You know the cup finals, yeah, just unbelievable. What 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 a season to you know really start watching them properly, and hopefully you know we'll kick on from there and get get to where we need to be this time. What do you enjoy 
most about coming down to Congleton Town and what kind of brings you back week after week after week? I tell people, you've got to come down there, you've got to watch, you know, you watch the local lads, they try in, the standard of football is is fantastic. I watch a lot of, you know, football on telly and you watch them guys rolling round on the floor, feigning this, feigning that. It's a world apart and it's just so good to watch. Everyone seems to know everybody down there. Quite a lot of the lads are local guys. I mean, we were, we were coming back uh, the other Saturday from a game. We just stopped for a you know a quick refreshment, shall we say, on the way home. I walked out of the pub and uh, Max McCarthy's walking home, swinging his boots around. So we yeah you know we walked back with Max uh, having a chit chat. You know you can't do that. You can, you won't walk out of a Premier League game or a EFL League game and you know be walking home with one of the players. And in terms of this weekend, how excited are you and looking forward to to sponsoring the game along with Chelford Farm Supplies for this weekend? Yeah, it's something that we discussed at Chelford. You know, we're a local firm, supporting local clubs. You know, it's it's something that we like to do. We like to get involved with the community things. And yeah, it's uh, it's a great opportunity and uh, hopefully we'll be able to do a few more. And in terms of Chelford Farm Supplies, what can you tell us, our listeners, about it? It's been going now for ne- nearly 50 years. Yeah, so Chelford itself is a farming, equestrian, machinery products. We do country clothing, footwear, equine supplies, farm supplies. We've got the store here at Chelford. You've got the farm shop upstairs, the machinery shop below it, and then across the car park we've got the equestrian store. So you can come in, browse around. We're all set up online, so everything can be done online. The equestrian side is quite a big side of the business, and I know I think you're going to speak to Abby uh, later on about... She obviously knows a bit more about the equestrian side than I do, so, yeah, obviously um, that's, that's basically what we're... In a nutshell, what we are. And in terms of your role... A lot of people might see your van travelling around. Do you want to explain a little bit about what your role is? Yeah, so basically my, my role is I'm classed as a well the area sales manager. So I'm out in a van. I basically go from farm to farm every day. I've sort of set route, fortnightly sort of route. I, de- I describe myself as the, the snap-on van for farmers, basically. My van is, is a mini Chelford. Pull up in the farmyard, open the doors. Customers come in, pick the bits that they want away we go to the next farm sort of thing yeah you'll recognize it big blue chelford van congleton scarf in the front windscreen so yeah yeah you'll you'll know who i am and where i am absolutely and as soon as i pulled up into the car park this morning i knew straight away which was your van because it had the congleton town yellow um scarf and they'd be able to to, to show the how proud you are of congleton town it's great and even some of the places i go to i go to you know farms over warrington side and i even have a laugh and a joke with the farmers over there even you know them guys they know obviously see my facebook a bit that posts we put on and stuff out of the bears gone on this weekend and sort of thing but the scarf actually went in the windscreen the night or the day after we won the cheshire senior cup last year you know we were driving back from altering and people with scarves out of windows and stuff like that and all you know cheering and shouting so i thought you know what I, i'm gonna i'm gonna put it in me uh, in me van window and drive around with it and, and show it off sort of thing so yeah and that night at altrincham how special was that night? oh unbelievable we, we walked in there we were to be honest we were one of the first ones to walk in the ground we walked in and there were there was just nobody in that away end we were thinking oh are we you know are we, are we dropped to clangry are we going to be like three or four people stood behind the goal but you know to end up with 400 and i don't know what it was 420 430 congleton fans there in that in that away end on that night was just was just surreal i know a lad who was an altrincham fan 
and he said he actually came to me the next day and he said he's never seen the away end so buoyant in his life he's, you know and he said he'd he'd been going following Altrincham for years and years so he said what what a group of fans we you know we took and what what a good group of fans that we've you know we we have got haven't we you know you can see by the followings we're getting even for the league games and stuff now that you know we've got a good group of guys that are following this team all over the well all over Birmingham at the minute let's say and even this morning, when I arrived here at Chalford Farm Supplies, everybody's talking about this game. You seem to have rubbed it off on a lot of people. Yeah, well, you know, trying to do my best. But yeah, we've, you know, we said we were going to do it. I've told everybody here that we're doing it. And, you know, there's a lot of lads that want to come along on Saturday and, and see what it's all about. There's a couple of guys that go to Stoke who've decided that they've probably seen enough down there. So they're going to come along with us as well. Yeah, and you know, you only need one, one or two each time to come, and the, the you know the crowds will grow and grow and grow. And in terms of why Chalford Farm Supplies are sponsoring this weekend's game, how did it come about, and why are Chalford Farm Supplies deciding to sponsor this game? Stephen uh, Leach, I mentioned to him that you know we, we were thinking of sponsoring the game, and and would he be interested in um, in Chelford sort of helping us along? And he said, oh yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. You know, Chelford's all about. Like say local community, community things, and we're obviously a local business, and and a lot of rural things go on in and around Congleton. So yeah, it's you know it's an opportunity for Chelford to help these uh, sort of local community things out. Why do you think it's important for local businesses and companies to support local clubs like Congleton? At the end of the day, if they don't support clubs like that, you know you lose them, don't you? It's as simple as that, and. I see a lot of people from Congleton at the games that are these little, you know, little local companies. So it it obviously brings all the little local companies together, and it's you know it's an opportunity through the likes of social media, through podcasts, you know, to to promote your business, you know, to the to the local people that obviously don't know you you're there sort of thing. And what have you told your colleagues and people coming down this weekend? What have you said to them about what they can expect when they come down to the Cleric Stadium? Oh, well, obviously, I've said, you you know, you've got to come down and watch some fantastic football. It's, that's what Saturday afternoons are all about, isn't it? It's coming towards Christmas. Everybody's uh, finishing work, or a lot of people finishing work on the Friday. It's an opportunity to go out, watch some quality football, and, uh, yeah, have, have, a, have a drink and uh, celebrate Christmas. And, obviously, we've got quite a few games coming up over Christmas, so hopefully one or two of them will get, uh, get the bug, shall we say, on, uh, on Saturday, and we'll see them again on Boxing Day and, uh, and the Saturday after. And if any of our listeners are listening to this and thinking, oh, I want to find out a little bit more about Chalford Farm Supplies or come down to see for themselves, where do they go? So, basically, yeah, the, the store itself is um, in, the, in the heart of Chelford, really, in, um, on the Nutsford Road. You come over the, the railway bridge at Chelford train station, uh, heading towards Nutsford. Just as you drop down over the bridge, really, you'll, you'll see the big Chelford sign, car park on the left-hand side there. Like I say, we've got the farm shop, the, the mower shop underneath, the equestrian shop on the, the other side of the, the car park. Plenty of room for parking. Like I say, we're all online. Every, everything that we sell in the shop here, you can get online. So if you, you know, if you don't feel like you can drive across here or you can't drive across here, yes, everything's available online. So that's where we are. So my name is Abby Unwin. I have been the manageress at Chelford for nearly two years now. I've worked here for six. Got a really good team at the moment on the equestrian side. Very, very knowledgeable. And we've also got some very beautiful products in at the moment. So you don't actually have to be horsey to come into our shop. You could have a field day in there. So if somebody was walking off the street, if our listeners thought, oh, I've heard Stuart talking about Chalford Farm Supplies, what can they expect if they were to come here? 
Well, if you're not horsey, we have a huge range of fashion brands. We do Fairfax and Favour, which is like a country brand, which has boots, handbags, belts, the lot. We do Hicks and Brown, hats. I mean, just for the everyday being outside, we do a huge range of coats, Barber, Duvary, uh, Picur. So we kind of cover a lot of areas with that, really. Also, if you're horsey, we've got a huge team that's very knowledgeable on feed, bedding, uh, horse items, etc. So we also stock a big range of that as well. Boots, we cover every welly, riding boot, country boot that you can imagine. So anyone that's heading to the football, heading to a rugby match, we've got you covered. We can sort you out in these winter months. We're kind of a one-stop shop. We're not just an equestrian shop for just horses. We can cover you, the rider, in every aspect so you're obviously going to need your feed which you can get from us we do bedding as well we do haylage so that's your horse pretty much covered we do all supplements and to go with that for the rider we fit hats body protectors we've got kind of like professional fitters that fit them all your breeches all your riding clothes so literally we are a yeah a one stop shop for everything equestrian if you have a horse you can come to us and we can sort you out and in terms of the football, obviously this Saturday, Child Performance Buys are sponsoring the Congleton Town game. Good. Uh, and there seems to be like a real buzz around, around the place this morning. Even when I came in this morning, everybody <laughs> seemed to be talking about, about the game. I mean, I've been a huge football fan for years. I used to go to Stoke with my dad when I was young. We used to be season ticket holders. I've been to some funny places uh, with him, watching them. So, yeah, to choose when I was younger, horses or football. I think my parents wish I'd picked football a lot cheaper, to be honest. But, no, I did pick horses. Um, So, yeah, it seems fitting that Chelford go and do something sporty and support local. Why do you think it is important for businesses like Chelford Farm Supplies to sponsor local clubs and support them? Because I think these days big chains it's easy to go and shop in a big supermarket or and for a convenience but i really really myself included i try my best to go local to support local football teams rugby matches anything that can help bring revenue in for that certain you know for example congleton as a town center or i think it's so good for businesses to support local food clothing anything like that and i also think to support teams as well like for example sail sharks you know something like that i just think it's really good for local people to support local and i'm a true believer in i think that's where we all need to look a bit more into it what's your message to anybody who might be listening to this might be thinking oh actually i think i might come down and see what chalford farm supplies have to offer what what's your message to those people just that I hope that you find it a friendly and enjoyable service. When you come in, we will chat, we'll help you. We've got very knowledgeable people that have worked here for years that are there to help. We're not just to scan your shopping and off you go. I hope that we can help anyone that comes in, horsey or non-horsey. So that's where I am trying to push, you know, shop local, go to your local suppliers, your butchers, your, you know, etc. We have a lovely butchers opposite Chelford as well. If you want, they do great sausage rolls. Um, so, yeah, that's my kind of version on it. I think people should come and have a chat. You can have a brew with us and a mince pie. I just want to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I hope everyone has a great 2024. We look forward to welcoming Chelford Farm Supplies to the Cleric Stadium on Saturday. That's the first of four successive home league games for the Bears. After hosting Stourport Swifts on Saturday, it's then a Boxing Day fixture against Northwich Victoria. Shifnor Town and the visitors on Saturday the 30th of December, 
before Stone Alderlanians visit the Cleric Stadium on the 6th of January. The reserves have one more game before their season breaks for a couple of weeks. They travel to Wally Range on Saturday. The ladies' teams don't play again until the 7th of January, when both the first team and reserves return with cup fixtures. We hope to see you at a game over the festive period, and we wish you all a Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to the Congleton Town Football Club Podcast. Go!